I'm going to tell you a few stories. All you have to do is listen. Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar, and with me today is Luke, followed by obviously Ralph. Obviously, obviously, because I'm always here. What do you mean? You're saying you have no life? Is that, is that, what, is that what's going on? That's I what mean, does you do. Probably. Okay, yeah, that tracks. That tracks. That tracks. Anyway, this is uh, episode number 156. And today's episode involves many a thing. Many a thing. Uh, the things are, uh, we're going to review Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, obviously in theaters, or only in theaters, as they like to say over and over again on um, all billboards and shit. Um, and then we're going to review a um, a movie, uh, an original movie from Hulu, The Princess. The Princess on Hulu. And, I think, um, is that our first Hulu movie this year? This year, probably. I think so. I think so, too. That only took till July. Interesting. Yeah, did you expect it sooner or expect it later? No, I expected it later. Oh, okay. Is there a movie you're anticipating on Hulu? You're waiting for? I never anticipate anything on Hulu. That's why. Oh, okay. I was actually surprised by a movie that was offered on Hulu. I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah. Anyway, and then uh, we're gonna conclude our show our show with a review of um, Martha. No, oh. the Martha Chronicles. No, <laughs> it's uh, Batman v Superman slash Dawn of Justice as part of our Batathon. See, Batathon. So, um. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, you can find this episode and all of our other episodes over at otherpodcast.com. You know, you can follow along with the marathon, as we've been talking about lately, for the last 3,000 shows, it seems. This is a, one of the longer marathons, for sure, in recent memory. And um, But don't worry. We're on its, we're like on its uh, last run. We're like mm-hmm. three left or something. Um, anyway, um, but, you know, with that in mind, besides going to the website, otherpodcast.com, don't forget that we also check up on each other. So, Luke, how are you? Um, well, I'm miserable because I'm sick. I've been sick the last couple of days. You do sound a little so, sick. Uh, it's more, mainly just congestion, and I had to call it at this point. So, yeah, just sitting at home watching TV. Finish, watching oh, like do you have any sick comfort TV? Ooh. Like Staples? Every, uh, not everyone has one, but a lot of people do. You don't have one? Don't I have don't. One. I just catch up on stuff. Oh, that's, oh okay. well, that's, that's not a bad thing. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah so like, I don't know, Stranger Things, I, f- I finished that. I don't know about when I finished that. No, yeah. I'm, I'm going to pretty much binge through the boys. I started today in the morning, and I'll probably finish it up after this episode. You, the new season or the, the whole season show? three? Okay, so both, actually. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, things like that. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah, I wish the boys were a little better on the end, but, you know. Um, very cool. So, that's what you do, and you're sick. And is this new sick, or have you been sick already? No, this is new sick. Hmm. That sucks. I think it's probably going to continue. Started, I, apparently, a lot of people at work have been getting this, so it's bound to catch me. Oh, man. Yeah, that reminds me. Uh, I'll, I'll mention it when it's my turn. But, uh, Roth, what about you? You're not sick, are you? No, I did get sick uh, two days ago. When did I have off? Last week. Last week, uh, I got sick. On your days off only. Dude, you no, know, it was literally on my days <laughs> off. I, got, <laughs> I took a Wednesday off. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had I normally have Thursday, Friday, Saturday off, but I've been working my days off, so I I had two days only, Wednesday, Thursday off. So, anyways, besides that, I was sick on both those days. And uh, but I did start a new you know, blah, 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 new show, but is also like my feel good thing because it was Bosch. So, oh, okay. Bosch. That's your feel um, good go to sick show 
Or one of them? Well, it's just like a feel-good show, so... Uh, yeah. Bosch doesn't seem like a feel-good show to me. It is to me. I've never seen it, but I can't... I don't know. It seems no. gritty. You can't yeah. know until you see it. Right, exactly. So anyways, I'm watching that f- the one on free... That I mean, it's not like, like really like the shield. No, no, it's not. So I did have issues watching the show where like the the commercials wouldn't load because it's not on Amazon. It's what? that. Yeah, it's on a it's on an Amazon owned channel called Freebie. Really? Yeah. So it has it's free for anybody to watch. You don't need an Amazon subscription. It doesn't care if you have an Amazon subscription. It just wants you to watch it on this Freebie thing, which is just off R E. I want to say the E. Uh, yeah, e. two E's, V-I-E. Yeah. V-I-E, my apologies, yeah. So anyways, huh. and it's on there. And that's like, they, they, they're putting shows on there that are like, we don't want to put on Amazon right now. We're trying to sell this subscription kind of thing. I, that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what it feels like. Yeah, that's why I haven't seen it. Right. Think. So, again, it's not bad. Um, it's more Bosch. It's right away more Bosch. I'll say it right now. So you might as well go watch it. I'm not going to watch it with commercials. I'll wait. <laughs> Or something. You're not going to wait. There's, it's not going to be anything else. Then I'll wait until I feel like, you know, finding a pirate. Uh, <laughs> Yarr. So, yeah, I'm just letting you know. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. So, besides that, I, so I've been watching that. That's that's interesting so far. It's uh, more Bosch. So, it's if you know anything about me and Bosch, is, I love it. So, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I did get to watch some other stuff. Uh, I don't know. Just catching up on stuff, really, to be honest with you. Family came over in town. That happened to me and you both, Oscar. So yeah, that's, yeah. Um, so it kind of interrupted on my life, but I mean, it's fine. It's not the end of the world. It's, it really minutely interrupted my life because I again, I've been doing so much overtime and I've been at work, kind of having to be at work, yeah, without having to take time off because it's just yeah. If my boss ain't there. I got I got to be the boss. So. <laughs> I'm the captain. You're the captain. Right. I'm the captain now. Exactly. So that's uh, it's been my couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as to that, you know, yeah, family came over. Family, and in the sense that um, family members that I both know very well, but I haven't seen in a long time, so they fit that weird criteria there. Um, it's not like they were estranged, but it's been a minute. The guy has a whole new family and shit, so like <laughs> new people there. Um, yeah, that was cool. We went to Chinatown, which I haven't been to in a long time, with the purpose of actually walking around Chinatown. Meaning, like, I wasn't dropping someone off or picking someone up, or I wasn't going for a very specific one thing that I'm in and out of, you know. Um, we didn't karaoke because we did it in the morning. What? We did it in the morning. There's nothing open like that, not that we saw. And I don't think they would have been down. Dim sum? No, because we, no, we ate breakfast before, which is what I said. I'm like, oh, we should have eaten <sighs> some. Had some? Yes. I know. I said, dude, that's what I said. It's like, did you at least saying? buy like a butterfly knife? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I'm saying, like, I didn't. Um, luckily for me, luckily for me and my wallet, I did not Fucking bring tourists. it. So, no, I didn't bring my wallet. Well, it's good because if you got mugged, <laughs> nah, jokes no, on you. I got yeah. no wallet. No, no. Yeah, right. Uh, no, my point is that I would have saved some, I saved money by not bringing my wallet because I would have just gotten some stuff. But I was like, and that's funny enough because I was looking at, um, the cookware. That's how much more different I am. I wasn't really looking at the butterfly knives and shit. I already have one. What do I need more? Anyway, um, cut to, like, it brought me flashbacks, for sure, of teenage slash, you know, younger me of uh, going there to, like, look at swords and shit. Just cut to that, you know, uh, pre-COVID, pre way pre-COVID times. Um, of, like, enjoying Chinatown as a kid, or as a younger man. And, like, and, and the difference between this week and that time. It's fucking huge. 
Um, so there's that. Obviously, a lot of storefronts are, are very much closed still. And there are a lot of storefronts there. Um, it's not as vibrant, maybe. But also, again, the morning on a weekday. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, that said, though, uh, I was also sick. Um, I, <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought I finally got COVID. I thought I finally did. I had to leave sure. work early because, I, ha- I mean, I was already sick before. Like, I felt it coming. And I, I, f- I felt like allergies. I thought it was allergies. It turned out to be exactly that allergies and it went away i mean if you don't count mucus it went away after two days but i had to leave early and uh, but i thought it was i tested twice and both are negative so I'm like okay i'm good you know because uh, everyone around roth over there you know keeps getting it and shit <laughs> people we know are getting it left and right it's like spiking um so i'm like i thought it was one of those victims oh it really is spiking bro. it is spiking uh, up here and uh, i was like oh shit i'm finally getting it nope so my taste, my taste, sense of taste is still there. And it would just turn out to be a regular thing. And I would have, um, since I was already halfway through the shift, I was initially going to stay. But, like, um, I didn't want to freak people out or make someone else sick in case it was because I wasn't sure at the time. So I left. Um, but, yeah, that was really it. And then hearing that Luke is sick and the Roth wasn't, you know, so you know, it's, it's going around. It's going around. Um, but that's roughly it. That's roughly it. That's all I got for, for this week. Um, now let's move on to some recent discoveries, shall we? And Luke, you actually have seen some shit. I actually have, yes. Right. yes. Oh, it's um, yeah. so a good thing you saw this first one because I was. it's like a middle ground for me. Like, I don't know if I want to see it. So oh, Arf. Okay. Yeah. So so the first one was a – I was on a little documentary kick for a day, so I, so I watched these two. <laughs> first one being uh, Our Father, which is about a paternity doctor in Indianapolis. Uh-huh. That used his own sperm over the span of like thirty some years to impregnate women who were having trouble conceiving. Okay, and, and like, uh-huh. not only was it like you know he would tell them, oh, we we use like donors from like the medical school or things like that, where in reality it was just his, or they would actually go and get sperm from these donors, and he was end up using his own. Okay, or like the husband would provide a sperm sample. Uh-huh. And he would just not use that and use his own sperm. Okay. So, uh, real quick, before you continue, this is fascinating for sure. I did not know this. I thought this was the Mark Wahlberg movie. No, no, no. Because I thought I had the same title. <laughs> I, th- I think you're talking about Fathers too. Whatever. It sounds the same to me. Um, <laughs> my bad. That was my bad. Continue. <laughs> okay. Ironically, I did see a good chunk of Fathers too, but not enough to say I watched the whole thing. Okay. Right, so, anyway, uh, essentially what happened is one of these... Uh, women that's one of the quote-unquote siblings took a test you know like one of those like 23 and me tests turns out she's a hundred it turns out there was like a bunch of other people like listed of have siblings so they started connecting the dots and found out they all had the same paternity doctor that their parents did and yeah that must have been it's, it's like they're trying to you know get him to like kind of you know he's retired now they're trying to still go after him because apparently it's not fucking illegal what he did of course. Why would that be illegal? Right. Why would that be illegal? Why would why would that inconvenience him? Right. So it's it's pretty fucked up. Uh, at, yeah. And apparently, this guy, even if he wanted to be like a sperm donor, he would have been excluded because he has like a very rare autoimmune disease that he possibly <laughs> passed on to like what? Yeah. It's even worse. It is. It's fucked up. With and a lot of people are finding this out because they 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 have this autoimmune autoimmune disease. Now their kids are having this autoimmune disease, and it's so rare that they don't know. So they're like looking up to like ancestry 
okay. things like those testing what are, websites. What are the odds that this father, uh, priest, whatever, um, <laughs> which is a great title, by the way. Yeah. Father, now that I think about it. It's great oh, he's also a very religious man. Oh no, yeah, of course. Why would you? Why would you edge those corners in your life yeah. by having something polarizingly different? Yeah. Um, no, no. What are the odds that this guy read like a Genghis Khan book and was like, "I need to spread my seed for generations." <laughs> so like, apparently, I feel like that's what he did. Apparently, when he was like uh, in his younger days, apparently he hit some girl with his car, and like he killed her. Hmm. And like okay. after that, he became like a very religious person. And then uh, they also tried tried to, like, since he's super religious, they tried to, like, link him to this group. I forget the name. But essentially, their purpose is to have as many white Christian babies as possible. Oh, my God. It's like, like, it's like quiver something. Because it's some Bible phrase. Is it on the Supreme Court? No. (laughs) Right. No. But it's something about uh, having, like, your children are, like, your your arrows. And you have to get, I think it's like quiver full. So anyway, mad. yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. Anyway, at the end of the production, they had listed over, I think, like ninety four siblings have been found so far. Dude, I'm so mad. This is just one guy. Yeah, I'd There's fucking, so I'd want to choke this motherfucker out. I would have. I think I don't care. This is yeah. the real life. Uh, the what's it called? Was that movie that came out where the guy had so many kids? Also, yeah, Do yeah, that was owner. like a comedy, right? Yeah, it was um, a comedy, yeah. First, it was a movie, and then Vince Vaughn was in it. The remake or the that sounds uh, right. Yes, yeah. yes, you, you know it, Ralph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. It's um, the horror horror version. Or that episode of The Simpsons where Barney was spawning old. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> this is how it, this is how idiocracy starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, we, but we've done been in it. We're ready. No, we, I, uh, yeah, I think we are. In it, yeah. But yeah. the the problem is also since this is like a local doctor in Indianapolis. Yeah, a lot of the people are like, "Holy fuck!" Like we know these people. Like, oh, I know this person. Turns out they're my half sibling. Like a lot of these people are within like a like ten or fifteen mile area around. Some of them had to. Have- oh yeah, she's she was always like, "I hope it's not someone I had relationships with." You're right. Every time, like a new sibling. Imagine being a up. hoe and being this guy's kid, and like, oh man. Yeah. You uh-huh. know? But as of this, though, they did make it illegal. Just in the state of Indiana, uh, for what he did is now illegal. Hmm. Yeah, we won't not in it. the U.S., but just in Indiana, right? Why would that be? Yeah, no. <coughs> you know, you think using your own sperm without the mother's permission would be illegal? Yeah. Okay, I'm mad. What's the next yeah, movie? Okay. Let's move on so, because I'm mad. The next one, uh, also a Netflix one, is called White Hot: The Rise and Fall of Amber Crombie and Fitch. Okay. That's right what we want to watch. I'm pretty sure I'll be okay with this one. Yeah, it's essentially just like it tells about the story of Abercrombie and Fitch, like how it you know started up and how it was like this like company for like hunters and things like that, you know, like outdoorsy types. Yeah. And eventually they had to like rebrand themselves into like this whatever company for like preppy, like rich kids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And how the CEO was like a douchebag was really talking about excluding people that weren't white. You know? Okay. Yeah, things like that. It's just a shitty company, and it's funny because he actually said, and I said it like in an interview in like two thousand, like six or something, about how we are an exclusionary company. We don't care. Blah, blah, blah. This is like our goal. And then, like seven years later, it like that whole interview popped up, and that people were like, "Oh, fuck this shit!" Like we got to cancel them. Hmm. Yeah, it was just, you know company i never really cared for wanted to see like how shitty they were just to make myself feel better 
Uh, is it? Uh, has anyone seen that movie that came out last year by Ridley Scott um, about that other clothing company? Oh, I forgot the name of it. Sorry. Oh, Van Dutch. Van is that Dutch. the one you're talking about? Van Dutch doesn't sound right. Because there was also a documentary on Hulu last year about Von Dutch. No, it's not a documentary. It's a really Scott uh, biopic about uh, uh, this family of... They House of Gucci. Gucci, thank you. House oh, of Gucci. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I, remember, I remember people... Yeah, I saw that. Like, yeah, is it, does, did it feel similar? I know they're... You know something about those movies? Those movies but, no. Never interested. Yeah, I've never been interested in that either, but like... But, yeah. But I've seen some of them, so I know. I but anyway, know. apparently the guy got cancer, just retired, hmm. and now they have like some new CEO, and they're all like, "Be as like inclusive as possible." Yeah, but who cares? Yeah. I'll never go really shop there. Yeah, you don't seem like that type. Yeah. I don't think. And, and it's funny because it's like they're saying like how everyone, in terms of like, in the company was like super gay, because obviously if you saw like the the bags and stuff, it was just like guys with like six pack abs, like. Like with jeans to like the crotch line, you know, as risky as you can get, and all these guys were buying their stuff, and well, they were yeah. like idolizing this. And it's like, you don't think it would, yeah, it would appeal women and gay men, of course, <laughs> yes, but it was straight white guys that were buying up all the products. Oh, okay, well, you know, everyone's you know, probably yeah. at least one person gay, right? Um, right on, right, and all last, right. yes, lastly, while I turned on my Hulu account on my TV, I was like, holy shit, the Bob's Burgers movie is free to watch on Hulu. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it. So I, that's why I watched it. I was wondering. I was like, man, you went to the theater to watch this? I was like, no, oh. I didn't. Uh, and it, it was okay. Just for like a really long episode with extra production value and some singing. Maybe the next, uh, what's it called? One of the marathon movies eventually. Yeah. TV show movies. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So it was fun. It was yeah. okay. No, nothing too great, but you know, it is what it is. Okay. I mean, are you a Bob's Burgers fan? I've seen like the first three seasons completely, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. And then after that, I think either Netflix stopped putting them out, so I just kind of stopped watching them. Well, I mean, they did for a while, definitely past season three, but they. But they're all on Hulu right now, so. Oh, so, yeah, so I'll probably just start, I can start it up. Yeah, I've been rewatching it because I've been. I'm also like three, at least three seasons behind on that show, because um, I loved it. I really loved the first. No, it was. It's a great show. So. Yeah, so I do want to see this movie. Um, I don't know what I'm waiting for. I know it's like the Simpsons movie. It doesn't matter. Just watch it whenever. It's not that like the dynamics are different. <laughs> it's just a long. It's just a movie version of an episode, um, which I figured it would. It would be. So I want to see it. I'll probably have seen it. I'll probably watch it by the next time we do this. So, um, here it is. so I'll, I'll be right behind you, Luke. Um, yeah, cool. And that's what you've been watching. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Raf, you have one thing. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in my dad form, I have a kid's movie. Hmm. Um, and that's Minions, The Rise of the Group. That's um, that I saw. It's the so untold the story. Of one tw- yeah, it is. The one told, untold story. Of a one twelve year old's dream to become the world's greatest supervillain, um, yeah. which is true. Um, the voice acting, the one, the one, whatever that was. I'm so sorry, um, it wasn't for me, but it was probably Luke. Steve Carell. Uh, you no, know, the one voice acting that I want to say is uh, Alan Arkin, isn't it, Oscar? Yeah. Uh, he plays a, uh, a villain in the movie. I was about to say, he, he yeah. sounds like he would be a villain. Yeah. 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 Uh, obviously, Steve Carell's guru. We already knew that. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, other people. Michelle Yeoh's in it. Um, all who plays Master Chow. So that's awesome. Jean-Claude Van Damme is uh, by Jean-Claude. 
Uh, there's a couple. There's a couple of interesting ones here, like uh, Russell Brand is Defario. Yeah. Uh, Taraji P Henson is uh, Bell Bottom. Um, I think who else? Oh, that's about it. That would really matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, Daddy Trejo. Daddy Trejo is Stronghold. Yeah, I forgot that. Anyways, uh-huh. did, did you see it in theaters? Yeah, just first. Did you go in a suit? No. Okay. It's it's what the kids are doing. Yeah, the the youth. I'm not a kid. As a joke, Mm -hmm. they are going to see this movie in like full tuxes. Like uh, they've been waiting like their whole life, you know, for like this this because you know they grew up watching these movies. So now that they they are they are older, like past high school Uh age or you know, or in the high school ages, they're it's like they're they're big moments of shining, you know. So they're gonna go watch it. I mean, I'm not surprised by the by the by the possible answer to this question that I have, but is this movie way bigger than I think it is? Like this series? Yeah, the series is gigantic. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've only seen the first one. I think uh, it's, maybe part of another one. Yeah, so it's essentially like I don't remember. I like now. Now there's a minions. Like you know what I'm saying? Like now, yeah, yeah, it's already yeah, called minions: The Rise of Gru when it used to be Despicable Me, not minions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, right. But minions got yeah, it took over. Took over, yeah. Don't get me wrong. The movie was fun. It was a fun movie. There was funny parts to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minion stuff is still funny. Uh, they're still lovable. Is characters. this uh, DreamWorks or what is this? Oh, that's a great question. Actually, I, I know don't... it's not Pixar. Or anything. It Illumination. Illumination. Kind mm, of. Illuminati. This is the guy, the guy, should that sing and shit, right? Yeah, same yeah. ones. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. The, are they the only real competition with Disney right now? I think in animated. Uh, I guess, but they don't have. Yeah, I guess in mm. unique stuff. Yeah, I think mm. kids, kids is like the 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 the, the very unique <sighs> aspect of movies. Yeah. Okay. You know? Cool. Um. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun movie to watch. It's based off of like eighties time, so they're doing a lot of eighties type of music also. Uh. So yeah, eighties and seventies. Okay. Uh. Yeah, it was a fun movie. I had I had fun with it. Leo obviously liked it. Um. It's uh, my theater was packed. And yes, it was a lot of kids. So, uh, right. would I recommend to go watch it? If you have that three movie a week thing, I guess you can. But if not, <laughs> wait. Um, all right. So that's what you've been watching. Um, I uh, have a few and um, start off with the Batman stuff. So I've been watching, as I have been for the last few shows here, I've been watching some of these animated feature films that I either haven't seen or haven't. No, none of them I've seen. So, these are new to me. Uh, I saw Justice League War, which I thought I had seen, but I, when I saw it, I'm like, I don't, this did not look familiar. So, Justice League War, um, the synopsis is very simple. The world's finest heroes fa- found the Justice League in order to found, in order to stop, sorry, an alien invasion of Earth. Um, this is like an origin story of the creation of the Justice League, you know? Uh, this is what the animated movie is about. It's about an hour and change, not that long. Um, and it has, uh, I mean, as far as like, you know, uh, vo- you know, voices that you might recognize, some of them are returning from other movies we talked about already, like Shamar Morris, Cyborg. Sean Austin is Shazam, which is pretty cool. Um, Michelle Monaghan is Wonder Woman from True Detective, which I thought was kind of cool. Jason O'Mara and Nala Tudyk. Play Superman, uh, Batman, and Superman, respectively, um, and so on and so forth. And this movie is, I would say, it's, it's it's about. I mean, it's it's fun. It's it's a normal fun. I wouldn't call it like it wasn't spectacular. I didn't particularly enjoy. Um, they were super creative. I feel 
with the action personally. I, I think um I think it's uh you know, it sounds like um I think there's a real problem with Green Lantern in general, um in his creativity with you. There's the a ring. gigantic problem with Green Lantern and his creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know that, like, it's one of those things where, like, they animate him, you know, making a submachine gun with it or whatever he's making in order to fight back or a shield to right whatever he's doing. Um, I would say that um, when they do that, and I feel like it, it sounds, it looks bland or it looks trite or ordinary, I feel like blaming the... You know, like the makers of the movie, which is it's their fault for sure. Like I don't, th- I think they should be way more creative about it. But like, I'm like, but at the same time, like it could also be blamed on the character, which, who looks like what is he like a Air Force right pilot or something like that. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, maybe not a lot of creativity with the guy. Of course, he would bring in U.S. military grade um, equipment from his ring, right, to defend an attack. It makes sense. Like I get it. But, like, I think that this is one of the few times where I would stray away from character development or something a character would do in lieu of something actually cool with this fucking ring. Because after all these movies um, that I've been watching, you know, with Justice League especially, Green Lantern is not, it's not very creative. <laughs> yeah, it's I like, feel like Green it's a Lantern letdown. from the movie. It's yeah. a very, it's a letdown. It feels letdown-y. Um, and, yeah. the, and, the, and the problem maybe is that his power is just way too open. It's way too creative, like, too many creative possibilities that you can't like, maybe it's, maybe it's much harder to wrap your mind around. Because I don't know exactly what I want to see either. But I know it's not what I'm watching. Um, and to that effect, I would say he was probably the most creative in this movie. And it still wasn't enough for me. Um, in Justice League War, uh, because this is like the starting of them. Uh, this is about uh, Dark Side, Dark Side invading Earth. Maybe one of the. I, mean, I think it's the first time he's invading Earth or trying to invade it, and out of many, I'm sure. And he like has this all this prepare thing where like he goes to all these cities, Metro, Gotham, all that stuff, and plants all these devices and them, um, ideally to start you know the process of invading the the planet and um you know that's how batman and green lantern meet up for example and it's like their first time everyone's new to each other you know they all they like have you heard of this guy superman and you know something like that so i thought that that was kind of a cool little it was fun watching the meet cutes of these superheroes so to speak and uh getting to know each other and obviously this is a whole part where superman fights green lantern and batman and obviously batman's really realizing this guy's pretty invincible he can't fight him can only just try to run away and even then um it was kind of fun watching that stuff so i would say in that sense as an origin story of a team not of their heroes um it's a it's a fun time so check that out overall except for the green lantern thing like i said um justice league war all right and uh the other batman thing i saw here or batman um what do you call it <laughs> the other uh batman related thing i saw is injustice which I guess is based off the game. Is that correct, Raf? Do you know? I think I don't. So. I think so, but I don't think I don't think so. But I haven't seen it. So, uh, so in, I mean, uh, I'm going to say yes. But here, I'll say the thing. Um, on an alternate Earth, the Joker tricks Superman into killing Lois Lane, which causes a rampage in the hero. Superman decides to take control of Earth. Batman and his allies will have to attempt to stop him. 
And that's pretty cool. It's, and I like how it's, it's like an alternate Earth, meaning that it is not ours. He is not the infallible uh, Superman that that fell from the you know that fell from you know from Earth or fell from the sky kind of thing. Like fell from grace. That's the, that's the right word. He didn't, you know it's a different Earth that had a shitty Superman. It, it does sound like the game. It does sound like the game. I think because I, mean, I know yeah. I played the first two Injustices. I just don't remember the story because all I wanted to do was you know fight. Um, and the poster looks just like the poster in the video game, so I'm just going to go along and say yes, they made an animated thing of this, and it is a it is a feature length, barely. It's a it's a dollar. It's a dollar. It's an hour eighteen, and it came out last year, so it's very new. Um, and uh, I would say it, it's it's fun because I like it was I was remembering like I'm like wa- starting to watch it, and I'm like I think Superman's the villain in this one, and I think they pulled their punch at the very end. Personally, I'm not going to like spoil it here, but if you played the game, then you might know what I mean regarding Superman and uh, I would say Wonder Woman too. Um, but old, you know, but like it was fun to watch. Like really, a really what an impact Joker has. Um, and he was like, you know, every time I fight you, Batman, I always lose. I wanted to do an easy battle, so I fought Superman, <laughs> and it was so easy. <laughs> Interesting. It was like it was too easy to get him to kill Lo- you know, like kill Lois Lane and Metropolis too. He he, he did a lot of destructions be- before he um, was killed by Superman's laser eyes. So uh, that was, that was really cool. Um, yeah, it was a fun time for sure. It was uh, a, seeing a superhero go bad is always fun. Um, it has highlights of Homelander a little bit, obviously not really. You know, what I mean, like not in a hardcore way, but um, the implications of it. That's but, hilarious. Because I'm just watching it, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, there's a real shitbag. Um, all right, next up here, real big, like, fucking detour uh, of the normal here. I saw a movie called Blade of the Immortal, um, which I'm just going to guess that you guys have not seen. It's from 2017. Um, Cursed with a life of immortality, a samurai is tasked by a young girl to help avenge the death of her father. And it's based off uh, on the manga series by... Hiroaki Samura. And this is the 100th movie of one Takashi Miike. So I saw his 100th movie. Oh, really? And That's kind of he's did 100 movies? He's done over 100 now, because this was Jesus. 2017. <laughs> That's what I said. Now, I knew he had a long, he had a big roster. I think last time I checked up on him, he was in the 80s. So yeah, I'm not surprised that he made, he's made 100. <laughs> Just like you, but... Uh, t- yeah, that's a good one. You could just sit back and shut up now. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, this movie is it's badass. It's kind of it reminds me. It's like um, it's like Thirteen Assassins. Remember that movie? Yeah, is anyone seen that? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's like it's like a lot similar to that. Is I mean, the story of Thirteen Assassins is much simpler than this one, but they both are based in like feudal Japan. They're both uh, directed by the same person, of course. Uh, they both have um, you know, uh, what do you call it? realistic or real not like how do i put this not exaggerated swordplay right they both have like a slash is a slash you know uh-huh. they'll show the go- he'll fucking show the gore the dismembered limbs 100 percent, but it won't be exaggerated gashes no one's twirling in the air like crouching tiger no yeah. one's you know none of that you know what i mean this one's the same as that so if you're interested right away on those you know the way the movie works the functionality yes, of the samurai yes, movie yes, check I it am. out if you can um, unfortunately, though, I don't know how long it's going to be there. It's on movie. Oh, I'll take so, a look. Yeah. So yeah, and it is not a short movie. 
um, it's two twenty. Um, but I thought it was worth it. It was a lot. Of, it was a fun ride. It's definitely kind of a, more of a romp, and there's a lot of bad guys. And yes, it does feel a little video gamey. Um, this clan, this anti clan of, of of these uh, sword fighters with the uh, with their with their fearless leader that's never been defeated, go around dojos looking to to challenge everyone to see if anyone's worth challenging and they kill all these people along the way right and come across this um this girl right like i said her father gets killed he's a dojo master in his little area and gets killed and finds this samurai you know and this immortal guy who is like constantly just constantly getting stabbed <laughs> he just <laughs> it's really funny sometimes um and he you know vows to help her out so it's kind of a cool thing. It's like an immovable force versus an unstoppable one. And um, yeah, and it's, it's a fun ride. It's a fun ride for sure. Check it out. Blade of the Immortal. I do recommend it. Um, last but not least here, I have, I have to go over here now because I forgot what it was. Um, saw a movie called Shrew's Nest, which is a movie from Spain. It is a horror movie. I saw it on that on yes. <laughs> No. What? Let's do. Las Arañas? Musarañas. Oh, Musarañas. That's right. I thought you said Las Arañas. I'm like, no. that doesn't mean spiders. Um, <laughs> musarañas. I don't know what that means, but I'm, I'm going to assume it means shrewdness, maybe. Um, 1950s Madrid. The agoraphobic Monse raised, uh, raised, raised her... Oh, raised her now 18-year-old kid sister. The upstairs neighbor falls down the stairs and breaks a leg. The crazy Monse takes him in. That's a terrible lot description, no, no. but um, anyway, this is um, this is straight from Span- from Spanish movie, um, and it's from what year twenty fourteen, and it is one of those like yeah like almost like psych- a lot more psychological, but it blows up into some pretty crazy murdering and uh, kind of thing about a woman uh, probably overpowered a little bit who you know through very much like understandable traumatic as fuck reasons in her childhood um, and her upbringing, you know, is, uh, you know, gets crazier and crazier as the movie progresses and, you know, has never had a suitor, things like that. So when this man comes into her lair, so to speak, unwillingly or willingly, I mean, uh, but unwittingly gets caught in it and, uh, you know, kind of like in a misery situation, breaks his leg. And then he's like, she's like trying to help him. Right. You know, like, heal his leg and while he recuperates it gets worse and worse as you just like misery um except that she's not like his biggest fan or anything like that um and there's a lot more dynamics in it but it was a fun movie i would say it's a fun um not background but like a like a couple's movie i could see that like a couple's horror movie to watch i recommend it for that so shrew's nest if you guys want to see it it's on shutter um now we're gonna take a break uh, when we come back, though, we're going to review our first returning movie from Luke's Picks for the first time in a while. Uh, Luke, what movie is that? Uh, I don't know the order. You know the order. The big one first. Oh, Thor, Love and Thunder? Mm-hmm. Yep. Stay with All us. Right. Thor enlists the help of Valkyrie, Korg, and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster to fight Gore, the god butcher, who intends to make the gods extinct. 2020s, I mean 2022s, Thor, Love and Thunder, huh. by Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah. And so, you know, Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, and the other peoples. And the other peoples. Yeah, a lot of peoples, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's your show. Yeah, this is 
total your show. <laughs> so, I know you're past that buck. Oscar, what did you think of Thor Love and Thunder? Uh, okay, so this movie is, I would say, about half fun. I didn't have, um, I didn't totally enjoy it, okay? Mm, um, I, I didn't have the... the I mean, yeah, that's fine. Um, I enjoyed aspects of it for sure. I enjoyed some more than others. Um, and some of the ideas they were playing with was were interesting. I, I kind of wish they kind of delved more into them, you know? Um, but, uh, ultimately this felt like a, it was like a secret, it was a secret movie about like writing, not writing off, but like putting, um, putting, um, a punctuation mark on Jane, Jane Foster, right? That's her name. Yes. Jane, Jane Foster's, Jane Foster. uh, yeah, astrophys- yeah. Um, Jane Foster's storyline. And I know, I know very little. I've read like a, the first two issues, I believe, of uh, Jane's uh, conversion to Thor um, as a comic book. Uh, one of the few things I actually read. Like, oh, yeah, I actually kind of know the story a little bit. Um, never finished it, but I'm just saying. I read some of that. And, um, yeah, and I was like, yeah, so that, was, that was cool. I kinda, but it was like, uh, and ultimately, even though I like the, the bones of the movie, the outline and all that, I didn't f- have as much fun as Thor Ragnarok. I didn't think some of the same things they were trying to do landed quite as well. Um, I also feel like they could have cut out some stuff and it didn't super make sense the progression of things. Like I really didn't know what to expect, but it didn't feel right either. For example, um, the way he left the Guardians of the Galaxy, for example. Um, and, th- and things that, you know, things that I expected more of, or a little or more of a, t- you know, more of a, uh, you know, not, not so many loose ties on that stuff, you know. Um, anyway, that's how I felt. I, I wanted I wanted it to be better, you know, but not that it was bad. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean, um, I really enjoyed the movie. Thought it had a good amount of heart, had a good amount of laughs. Uh, plot-wise, some things kind of were a little weird but uh, I did enjoy it definitely want to rewatch it eventually yeah you want to rewatch it hmm. yeah why wouldn't I I don't know better than the dark world Jesus well, yeah that's 100% but yeah hmm. mm-hmm. alright Ralph uh yeah well this is a movie no um I uh I thought it was funny. I thought I liked I had fun with the movie overall. Um I have some issues also with the plot. Some like let's do this now, like for a plot. And I'm like, oh okay. Um But besides that, uh I found the movie funny. I found it uh very lighthearted, like as a Taika Waikizi movie that I would feel like it's gonna be. Um what's it called? I like what they've done with Thor overall where he's um He's, like, being serious, but it's funny serious. Um, and he's finally, like, owning up to that. Um, and there's some good stuff going on. Uh, I do feel like the movie's a little bit, in a weird way, rushed, even though it's on, around two hours. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it feel, I don't know, it feels rushed, but it didn't. But it also didn't feel, like, super long. It, it was good. It was, it was good, but it just felt rushed in a weird way. And I guess that's where I have issues with the plot. Um... I, I, I want to talk more about Christian Bale's character, Gore, um, which is, we'll get into it a little bit later. Um, 
But overall, uh, I had fun with the movie, and I thought the movie was just actually fun to watch. Um, it's almost like if I went to watch the Thor movies on their own, um, I think uh, they all progressively get better. Ex- yeah, I would say like one and two are basically the same. They're not that great. And then the, the what's the third one called? Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok and this one are fantastic in my opinion. Um, like they're just like for fun movies to watch. They're such. They're probably one of the more like if I was doing like a marathon or if I'm going to rewatch the movies, these would be movies that I would be looking forward to to watch because I know it'd be like easy watches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but besides that, uh, there is some issues with the movie. It's not the, it's not the, it's not the best. That's it. Um, but yeah, that's besides that point. That's all Great I got. soundtrack. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, go use it. Yeah, I like the soundtrack. I'm a, I'm a fan of the soundtrack. Um, yeah, we, I, I really enjoyed the villain. Kind of wanted more, though. Which is right, and that's what we're talking about. I think that's a, mm-hmm. I have the same issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we just go into spoilers? Um, we certainly can. I want to say, I just want to ask, like, what did you guys think? Because this is part of the, the main story. It's not like a spoiler to say that Jane Foster's in this movie. It's in the plot description. So what do we think of the way the movie handled her, like her, her entrance, re-entrance into, the, into Thor, to Thor's life? Um, how she, how they reintroduced each other because she was in it, right? And then, you know, and then they had that battle where they finally met as she's Thor, you know? So, like, all that stuff. Like, what do you guys think of her reentry? Like, did you want to see a finale on her or more on her or something on her more? Like, did you feel like it was good to bring Natalie? Well, I've read the comics for her where she's Thor. Yeah. And I, I, I thought those were fantastic. And I didn't never, never thought even watching movies that she was going to be part of it um, to be honest with you mm-hmm. like this um, it was interesting I felt like it was kind of like I don't know I felt forced at first but they had more to do with her so like I like watching it I like watching it because I always thought she, her using the hammer was so different in compared to how Thor uses it yes I love that actually <sighs> Um, so do I. But I, I like that in the comic book a but lot. They did, but they did it differently than the comic Right, they did it, I mean, because they kind of like went along with the whole... Um, yeah, they, but they serviced the, the MCU a lot. They serviced yeah, yeah. it. So I, and I thought they did a great job with servicing it also, in my opinion, too. Yeah. So. All right, cool. All right. Now we can go into... All um, right. Let's do it. So, uh, spoilers for Thor, Love and Thunder, starting right now. All right, what y'all want to do or get into first? So, Gore. What do you guys think of him as a villain? Like, yay, nay? No, I love them. I think uh, he was. I mean, I mean, he. he I mean, I don't know. <laughs> He's famous for like you know always gaining and losing weight for roles for in insane ways. So, oh, I, yeah, don't yeah. The, I don't know if he did the same here. I'm a, maybe he did. I'm assuming so. Um. He, I, I love the. I, I really, I actually really like the opening of the movie with him, and the way it played out. It yeah, felt, I, I felt also felt like the movie was actually trying to say something regarding. Mm-hmm. I a thousand percent agree. How we see um, celebrities and or people in power, like politicians and whatnot, and uh, that kind of like distinction, or even like going back in time to like, you know, kings and queens and shit, right? Um, something in our world, I'm saying. And uh, uh, so it's how some people treat you know gods. 
Oh, it, does, it says it all. It says both of you. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, it says both. I'm saying. Well, it was. It's like oh, like uh, on the foreground is Scots, and then the background it's like, it's. I think it's saying something more at home. <laughs> Don't meet your heroes. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. Yes, uh, that's a good meme. Even. Um, yeah, it's like that. I like that a lot, and I like his overall progression. I didn't. I feel like um, the Marvel, and I mean, in all the all these movies, twenty something now. I don't know how many they're in. Um, I, I feel like this movie showed it the most. I mean, maybe back to back with Doctor Strange, maybe it feels that way more now. But like, I feel like there is there is like very loosey goosey. Um, understanding of what these people can do. Um, there's way too much power and yet restrictions at weird points that makes you wonder like, could they not have done that in previous movies where that would have helped or did I miss something? Um, I think Thor is, specifically Thor, um, <laughs> has these like... a. Things and he can do like I, that I did not understand he could do before. I don't get it. I just like don't what? get. Um, the main one, the real big one, is how he made a bunch of children to Thor's. Yeah, that's the plot problem that I have in the movie. Yeah, that's not good because it that's seems not, like it's, it's not. It's, it it's seems just, to yeah. me he could have done that in the Avengers, in the Infinity War or whatever. Yeah, well, um, I, I feel like, um, I, and you know, the only thing I could, the only thing I can like defend here is mm. that as he's getting older and he's learning himself you know mm. he's able to like do more things you know like he's able to now learn how to share his ability or learn how to do these things you know what i'm saying but like they never get around to explaining it so i can't even defend that you know it's like weird because it's just like acquiring a new ability without saying hey i learned a new ability in a weird way um that he's never been able to do before. Yeah, some stuff, stuff like is ex- some stuff is explainable, like him being able to use the Bifrost with his hammer. He was created for that reason. Well, yeah, right? no, that was that was explained also in um, right. right. In, but that's explained. That's that's fine. Okay. We, we we got that reason for that's why he's able to just travel like nobody's business, right? Um, that that explains everything. That's fine. But like some of this other stuff is just like, especially that one part is just like, okay, like, huh? Is he only able to do that to Asgardians? That's what I thought, but no, they, they specifically mention how kids are not, some of those kids are not. They're like, right? Yeah. They're like everything but. Right, that's <laughs> right. the thing. So then it's like, one of them was Asgardian, right? And then, uh, I don't know, yeah, there's a lot of Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a, I'm trying to think of um, <laughs> a good example in movies, but it's like a, a sheriff make, deputizing people like left and right for, for like a cause. Um, huh. um, it feels like oh, I'm trying to think. Where, I think I saw that in Justified, but it was played up as a joke. Like he actually didn't deputize him, but like you know, it feels like one of those things. Like oh, I have the power invested in me to make you a deputy now. Hold a gun, shoot this guy. Um, feels like that. And I'm like, okay, um, like that's very weird, a weird card to play. And yeah, I mean, if we were to say like, oh, this is something he gained in the interim, uh, it does feel like a cop out answer. And I feel like there's a lot of little versions of that. Not throughout this movie, essentially, but like throughout all these movies, and not just with Thor. I mean, like uh, again with Doctor Strange, I feel like we're not getting enough. Uh, there's not like a. It's like they're so beyond the the realm of physics, right? And and things that like they're just they're just spouting things to happen and to say um, without real consequence or thought into what like how these people can do these things. And when they and and how do you explain when they couldn't other times when they would have saved them or the or would have all, uh, dramatically alter 
the events of the movie, right? Um, so that's one thing. And I, I'm saying this movie kind of hit me as in like, oh, it's becoming more and more of a problem in my head, you know? Um, it's kind of like trying to explain how, why the Eternals weren't there in Endgame, you know? It's like that. It's like one of those things. Like, uh, it is, yeah. It's they're just kind of mm-hmm. mixing all these things. I don't know. I haven't seen the Eternals, so I don't know what their excuse is. It's not mixing. Mi- there's no there excuse. Is they basically say one shitty liner of <laughs> right. duty and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> duty. Yeah. That was duty. a movie. Um, you know, I also thought that um, him relinquishing in Endgame, he relinquishes his, his kingship, right, to uh, the Valkyrie. Uh, is it just her name is Valkyrie, right? That's her name. Yeah, her that's title. Yeah. Okay, uh, relinquishing um, the kingship to her, I thought she would get for some reason powers regarding this. Like uh, I thought it would be like a thing that happened um, that keeps the monarchy going. You know, keeps the whole you know kings and queens uh, line kind of in a way. And I and no, I, I mean don't get me wrong. She's she's definitely a powerful person. She's also immortal and all that. Or just about to be, or whatever, or shy of immortality. But like, uh, no, she didn't get anything. Like, I, I thought she would get some, or I thought he would lose some because he gave it up. Um, but no, he's still like a, the same badass Thor, with, you know, which I, it makes sense ultimately. I just thought that there would be something more to that because, as I said, like, it seems like all this stuff just shifts around, um, you know, with the powers and stuff. Um, but Jane Austen, though, I thought that they handled that pretty well. Yeah, personally. Yeah, I I found it you know believable in this world. Anyway, like yeah 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 that makes sense. Um, you know if, I, if it, doing the whole thing and all that and it was I mean I kind of kind of a dick move not to like, immediately tell Thor about it until they fought <laughs> someone. But okay, that's fine. So, hey, before we go into this battle, FYI, I'm dying. Yeah, no biggie. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was fine. That was fine. Um, but man, Gore was uh, Gore was cool. I just wanted more of him. Um, I really loved the, uh, uh, you know, uh, he also got better too. Like, rarely do a, does a villain get like cooler as you go. But like, he was cool. Like, um, like his third act stuff was kind of fun. I mean, I knew what was going to happen when it was happening, but like, yeah. it wasn't like a mystery or anything. And they were just making shit up too. Like, oh, we have to go to this gate realm where like you can ask for one thing. I'm like, when was this around? I'm like, okay. So I, <laughs> I wish like, to oh, undo what Thanos did. Where are all these or tr- like super beings out there? Like, what is going on? What is this universe that they're in? Or the city no. of uh, that city with all the gods and oh, just chilling was, and having orgies? I kind of found that annoying. Um, but also, that's another statement for political processes in, <laughs> in a lot of countries, by the way. Um, yeah. If I've ever, yeah, that's exactly what that was to me. But um, yeah, yeah, but Gore was cool. I love that black and white stuff. Oh, whatever that, what, what was that called? I love that stuff. The Shadow Realm or something yeah, like that. Sure, that sounds right. Um, whatever he was in, that was his realm and his ultimate reason and all that to to kill all the gods. Like, I, I, I do think it's. Um, I, I fit, it fit better. Yeah. It was, like, I, it was cool. I dug Gore a lot, but I also felt like, I, but besides wanting more, I, I thousand percent agree with you here. Mm-hmm. Um, I also felt like uh, I needed more explanation on Gore. Uh, like, uh, even though the, it's pretty simple, he's, he's just going to go kill gods, right? Um, that's, that's okay, cool. But like, at this point, uh, they, they just kind of talk about the sword. Oh, the sword is, is cursed. So that means he's cursed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, do, can we get more? Like, that's it. They just give you this like little, little like that's all you need to know. Like, well, it's obviously like how long has the sword been around? That why is Gore all of a sudden a problem now, or why is it because it's Gore? Is it that's the reason? Like because you find the sword finally found the right person, you know? 
Um, that's, that, that I felt like I needed. I don't to know. I thought it was like his will. Like he was, you know, he was so broken. His, he was willing his, to his conviction. I guess, yeah. Yeah, that I guess, but like I feel like I don't know. There was like that was a little bit of a thing that I wanted from the movie. I dug that. What's his name? Uh, uh, did a great job doing the doing Christian Bale. Uh, hmm. What's it called? Because I know Christian Bale like famously said he doesn't want to do anything else with like superheroes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what does he know? Well, yeah. I mean, and I heard Taika Waititi obviously, obviously got him, you know, to do this. So. Uh, yeah, he got this guy and Kate Blanchett in the last movie, so he's getting all the, all the fucking A-listers to do his movies. Even if they're just villains for one movie. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So I actually would love to have, like, a three-minute thing of, like, gore, like, obviously, you know, prob- he's been a like, devout follower of his god, right? Just, like, show us, like, his life. Maybe, you know, he's happy, he's got his wife, Everything's yeah. fine and dandy, and then everything goes to shit. But he still remains all devout, and then you know. Yeah, I don't know. I think a little bit more of that maybe would have been great. Right at the end, it's like I, okay. I, yeah, I don't know what I wanted. I guess I wanted something a little bit extra from him. I maybe I just wanted literally him doing yeah, more. Yeah, it, it felt like um, like one of the one of the one of the really cool parts is, in my opinion, sorry to cut you off, yes. but one of the cool parts is um, is when he's uh, pops in on the kids. And he tells him, like, well, listen, I beheaded somebody, too, and he has, like, a head on him. Oh, and he's God. like, you know, like, and it's because it's, it's showing you to the character of, like, guys, I'm showing you that the guys ain't shit, right? Like, and, you know, he's talking about this, and I'm just like, okay. But he's obviously just using them for, for his own purpose, which he doesn't give a fuck. But when he gives that a quick explanation, I'm just like, okay, yeah, like, I, I but I want more of him. Like, I feel like we should be seeing more of him to do, and I don't know if that's... I don't know what more they could have shown. That's the, that's that's the sad thing because I don't know enough about the character. I wish I knew. Did, I didn't know right. more. That's why it's like maybe he like looks up to the gods like so much. Like every time he was having like let's say issues, he, he would pray to the gods and things would happen. So he was so like devout to them. Yeah, I don't know. Like he like, maybe him and the wife couldn't have a child, and then he started praying, becoming more devout, and then bam, he gets a kid, and then you know. Whoever yeah. knows, wherever they're living goes to shit, and, but he's still so devout. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, something else would have been nice. I uh, would have, uh, whatever. Um, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have felt like I'm missing something when he like chooses to get his daughter back instead of killing all the gods. Um, which again, it feels like a cop out. I don't know. Someone that lost into. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Whatever. It's barely there. Um, in, and that's the other thing is that I wish I understand what this god thing worked, how it worked more. Like, um, does Thor have like uh, some sort of ardent following? Are people sacrificing goats under his name out there? Um, is like you know, um, the fact that he exists in the physical world as a superhero, right? That has press, dates humans, all yeah. that stuff. Like, I mean, that must take a lot of the the, the power away of being godlike. Right, he's just like really powerful. He is like, like Iron Man or whatever. Yeah, I think the only people that are that are talking to him or anybody in his tribe that's still alive, like that one girl who was dying, you know. Um, yeah. Was, uh, that's it. That's besides that, I don't think he's anybody. <laughs> Nobody well, really devout to Thor anymore. Well, like, how does this really work? What makes him a god? Did they have to be a god at first? To like, is, do they materialize into a, into a physical being when they're being worshipped? 
Um, I, I think I've watched that. Well, okay, so the whole God thing, mm-hmm. I think God's played a bigger part for us back in the day, but then they all went to that fucking city, and we just forgot about them because they stopped c- c- caring for us, and we just got away from them. That's what they're they're. That's why they're not the ones that uh, omnipotent city. It, that's why we just forgot about all the gods. They just became myths because we just stopped seeing them. They stopped doing things for us. No, I mean, yeah, okay, that could be something. Um, then, I mean, it seems like you should be going after the guans that are, are being worshipped. Then, right? I don't know. At this point, he wants to go, uh, kill every yeah, single kill, one. Since kill everyone that to him, there's no believe. distinction, you know? Yeah, I guess I had a belief at some point. Yeah, super weird. Um, the Russell Crowe scene, though. <clears throat> oh, yeah. What did we think of his voice? Why I, don't know, have... I, I don't know what he was doing. Is that his normal voice? I can't no, tell. That, that, no. So that's, he's Australian, right? Or yeah. Um, I don't think that was Australian. I don't know uh, apparently, the they made him do it in two different accents, and that's the one they went with. I mean, it was funny, don't get me wrong. It was just like, I thought it was funny because, I don't know. Yeah. But I would love to have a breakdown of all the gods that they showed in that city. Yes, I, I would love that breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Did it feel anything like, um, and I know it's going to be a no, but did it feel like anything like um, when they, in the prequels of the Star Wars? Oh, God, the, yes, the, yeah, Senate. the Senate. The Senate, when they go up there and they have all the races and shit yep. and from different worlds. Did it feel like that? <laughs> It kind of did. Yeah. To you me, see the, you see the ET race somewhere. <laughs> I in there? see. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like the who's who of alien races. Um, one thing I will say that worked for me comically um, <laughs> were the fucking yaks. <laughs> yes, or, or great timing. Yeah, yeah, that was that. I, th- I think it never the, failed to crack me up in the movie. The uh, the weapons. The Stormbreaker weapon. and Mjolnir. How he's he has a new weapon and you know he wants Mjolnir back. Oh, oh yeah, that oh yeah, yeah, yeah like the sorted love affair of the weapon. Yeah, yeah. and then what's it called? The uh, okay. Stormbreaker just coming out of nowhere, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, who's gonna start the ship? You know, like no, no, it's okay. You can see, <laughs> right. you know, you're my main. <laughs> but he gives him a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very weird. Yeah. That was like. See that that was that was uh, some of the comedy. See the comedy stylings that they added with Thor Ragnarok. I think worked because it was uh, it wasn't added. It was like a new new thing for Thor, and uh, and the quippy humor that they were doing the back and forth stuff. Um, I felt in that situation in that weird in between planet right where they meet Valkyrie and they have uh, Loki there. Um, honestly, honestly, I think Loki's a huge component why that movie was funny. Um, yeah, I agree. In, um, what's his name from The Fly? What's his name? Jeff Goldblum. Um, like, I think uh, all that worked, but like in this one, he, especially in the opening with the Guardians and some of the stuff with uh, with Stormbreaker, is like it felt like this, like it's like a forceful. It's like trying to force in a joke about him, you know, like <laughs> being needy or being needed by the by an inanimate by an inanimate object that's magical. Um, and I was like, it never really worked for me. It felt like it was trying to, it was trying too hard to be funny. Um, same thing with the Guardians when he left them and shit. Um, which I thought was too short. I, I feel like you end end game with them leaving together, and you expect a, a, a adventure. And we were wrong; they had adventures, but like they skipped all, all over that. They skipped all of that. Um, and I, I thought I thought that that wasn't gonna 
I, I wanted that, you know, <laughs> I wanted yeah. to see them. That was like the setup for that. And I was like, oh, no, we're going to skip that. Um, I mean, you know, maybe we'll do a show about what they did. Uh, who knows? But whatever. Um, I did like uh, how he was like OP, you know, in the group of the Guardians. Like he's too OP. Um, yeah. Um, anything else? Um, I didn't love how they put this girl in. Um, how they kind of killed her off, but they also didn't. They put her in Valhalla. I mean, I get it, but like, I felt like because that was the exit, right? That uh, probably Natty Portman is not coming back. They Definitely wanted, not. She wanted yeah. to get out of this, and but she, yeah. you know, she, you know, said yes to one more movie where she could just like be a badass for one more time and then you know get out gracefully. And she goes to Valhalla and all that. But I feel like it, yeah, I it, did it, feel like can, that was a selling point. Hey, you want to be a badass one last time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right. Want to shotgun Mjolnir? Like, hey, why don't you re- why don't you read these uh this volume of comics of Thor, Jane Thor, and then uh here uh, get back to me, <laughs> Jor. <laughs> or better yet, say, hey, you want a paycheck? <laughs> I mean that's it, yeah. Yeah. I mean she was like famous like for not like really being an endgame, like having using like some sort of still from that movie, right? Um <clears throat> because she didn't want to be in it. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I but I feel like uh, it weakened the death, like her death be- by adding all like her like being in another realm. I feel I feel like no one dies, it's just go to another realm. I don't I don't know how it works here. I I, I don't think death exists anymore in this movies. I, I don't get it. <laughs> I just <laughs> Don't get it. No one really dies. <laughs> I just don't understand. Um, anyway, sorry. That's just in my own bag. But uh, any, anything else you guys want to talk about? Mm. No. See, Shadow Realm was cool looking. Oh, the, I feel the, like it would. It would I want to know everything about the Dumpling God. Okay. Uh, no, I want to know more about Valkyrie's rule. Like, how is it working? She's trying to make a Disneyland. Doesn't seem very possible. Out of um, she's that tourist money, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, she seems. Was she the mayor from Jaws and shit? Like, what the? <laughs> hey, man, it is what it is. Right. She's got the beaches counter, stay man. open. The beaches stay open. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? No, uh, I do. Uh, I actually want to know more about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, what happens to them or yeah like i just like how they're like what was what are they doing without thor uh i know they're just not like guarding the galaxy that's what essentially what they're doing um that's what it looked like to be honest with you but at the same time i'm just like i do want to see what's their next bigger thing i guess so i don't know yeah for sure i mean i'm I sure they'll have a movie where they try to find what's her face uh, oh, um, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Gamora, Star Lord's uh, boo thing. Yeah, yeah, Gamora. Uh, she's green. Um, <laughs> uh, I, another thing, I another thought I had watching the movie, and I, I mean, I, I, I get why they wouldn't bring it in, but like, it, it felt like it didn't make sense that n- absolutely no god except for Thor was willing to try to fight this guy, kill them before he kills all of them. Like, I feel like I mean, nobody, and I don't mean like all the gods were not in that room. Gotta be like plenty of other guys not in that room. Like, right, I, I think they were kind of blindsided by it, and they didn't survive to tell anyone else. That's how Thor, much the Thor got lucky because what's her face? Sif told him that he's going to go for New Asgard next. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I'm saying it feels like I, I'm surprised they just went to. I don't know. I feel like I would like to see like 
like an assembly. Not like a God's assemble, but like you know what I mean, something. <laughs> God's assemble. Like but you know, it felt, it felt very much one one like everyone was not willing to do it. Like everyone that we saw, right? Um, I don't know how successful uh, Gore was at killing gods. I know he had killed a few, but um, you know, whatever. Anyway, and the small thing, not a real thing, not a real issue. Because again, this the movie was, was way too long, so I get it. Um, all right, so that's it for Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh, whoa, whoa, I never mentioned. So, what do you think of him pairing with the girl, like having this little girl buddy and giving? Uh, what do you think of all that? Oh, like, love. Oh, yeah, love. The love and thunder. Yeah. The love part of thunder. Yeah. The love and thunder. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. She seems pretty badass. I feel like the movie should just start with that, um, and see that. Uh, I would have been way more interested in that. Um, like them already being established, or like half the movie get there, and then the other half is like fucking, you know, I don't know. I also like I want to see a montage of her being a badass and shit. Yeah, yeah. I also feel like, uh, why did she get the biggest ever? <laughs> like, what? Did... <laughs> I know yeah. why because Thor obviously likes you know Mjolnir, but like, it's just fun. <laughs> it's just so funny to see her carry this gigantic thing. Yeah, that doesn't make uh, cinematic sense. No, it did it. That's what was so funny about it, though. Uh, I thought it was funny. Yeah, that's, I think that's what it was meant for. But um, yeah, I'm interested because uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I thought I thought it was cool. I'm interested to see more of that as well. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Or even talked about, you know, mentioned somewhere in a different movie that you can connect to Thor, which is I don't I don't know what, what that would be. But something along those lines. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway. That's it for real on Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, right. Check it out. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review another movie. Uh, what is that, Luke? Princess. The Princess. Stay with the us. The Princess. Wow. Stay with us. When a strong-willed princess refuses to wed the cruel sociopath, she is kidnapped and locked in a remote tower of her father's castle. With her vindictive suitor intent on taking her father's throne, the princess must save the kingdom. The Princess, 2022, on Hulu. All right. You mean the the raid redemption? (laughs) I've never seen that. There's two of them, right? I'll start off with this one. The trailers made this movie seem like it was going to be cool. I thought the... uh... Sorry, I got to (laughs) sneeze. We'll fix that in post. Great. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. So the trailer made this movie seem like it was going to be a cool thing for Hulu. So I was excited to watch it. And when I started watching it, I was like, okay, it was okay. I wasn't a fan of it. Uh, I mean, I think the plot was pretty predictable, if anything. Okay. Uh, I I actually wrote some notes. Some things bothered me. Wow, you wrote notes? I wrote a note. Oh, yeah, so horrible (laughs) CGI. Okay. Uh, Predictive plot, obviously. Um, I hated the continuity of it. It's like literally, she just gets submerged in water and comes out and bone dry. It's like what? Really? Okay. Uh, production design was kind of horrible and cheap. It seemed like it was cheaply made, like the sets and everything. I was like, yeah, this is pretty like B tier stuff, if anything. But I did have some the the cameras, the camera work was really fun. You know, it's very like all over the place sometimes, but yeah. not to the point where like you didn't know what was going on. So it had that plus for me. 
Right. Uh, what did you boys think? Huh? Interesting. Uh, yeah, I had way more fun with this movie than I thought I was going to have, to be really honest with you. Um, yeah, I mean, some of the stuff, yeah, continuity sake. I don't know. It was just kind of overlooked. Um, I did watch it in two settings, or two in order, because uh, I needed to finish the last like 15 minutes of it. Uh, and then, I, yeah, I just kept watching it at night. So one time I fell asleep like an hour in. Which the movie's not that long; it's only an hour and a half. And then the last one, I just couldn't finish the fifteen minutes. Go fucking figure. So I had a yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, I didn't have that many issues. Yeah, it was paint by numbers, but I had fun overall. It was just action, just medieval uh, princess having action. There was uh, obviously like I don't know, some stuff was very much uh, like you know there was uh, cliche. Yeah, it was cliched, but. Yeah. It wasn't anything, like, I mean, I wasn't expecting anything great. I was Hulu, so in my opinion, so right away I was just like, I hate to say it, like I said, I don't really look forward to Hulu movies. Um, and that, yeah, it's just, not that they can't do anything great, it's just, I guess that I wasn't looking forward to anything crazy. Uh, but I, I overall had fun with the movie, uh, more than I thought I was. And, uh, it reminded me of The Raid, which is, yeah, all I got for you, before we get yeah. into any spoilers. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just start by saying a few things. <clears throat> Die Hard, <laughs> The Raid Redemption, The Princess. They have the same <laughs> story. Yeah. Um. Uh. There are other ones. Another one I had in my head that I was gonna say as part of that, but I forgot halfway through. Um. Oh yeah, Dread. This is Dread also. By the way, I I don't know if I saw that one. You need to oh, yeah, watch. You clearly, you don't like bottle action movies because this is what. Yeah, the, this is what it is. Is this a genre bottle action movies? No, I'm just saying that's what that's what it. It's like a bottle episode of a show kind of thing. One location <laughs> kind of thing. Um, action driven the whole time. A very simple story because there's only one mean. You know, one end to mean. Uh, one end of the means, and uh, and you know clearly it's usually one day. Usually, like in you know one sitting, like it's all about the exhaustion of it, kind of like Sleepless, but Sleepless is also a simple story. But that takes like Sleepless in Seattle. No, no, a, horror, a French horror action movie called Sleepless. <laughs> um, Sleepless Night, maybe. I think it's just called Sleepless. I'm not sure. It's called Sleepless something. Um, it's like one of those movies. It's like a very. It's, it's supposed to be a simple, simple story. You know exactly who the players are. And you were watching this bitch get out. It's like the reason you would watch why why Die Hard is so good, or why, like I said, the Radio Redemption, like Roth said, uh, they're amazing because of the, you don't need to know more than it is. You watch yeah. them there for the action. Right. Exactly. Um, now that said, the craft of the action now here is where we can get into it. Um, personally, I think that it was about as cool and as and as and I wish it was cooler. Um, I didn't know what to expect going into this movie. Like the movie, right away, she wakes up. Fuck, you know. Like I thought yeah. that was cool. But to get know. fucked, I like that. Yeah, I wasn't sure where that was going, but I like the smash cut to the movie going. Like this, it's starting. Yeah, we have a few flashback scenes along the way. I think three, maybe four, that you know f- fill in the the background of everything that you need to know. And Oriental training. Yeah, the is that what they call it? Weapon for I don't know. That's what I, was, I thought it was kind of cliche. Like, oh, I a, that oh. was like an Oriental teacher teaching her how to do stuff. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was like a cheesy like eighties movie. Or no, I mean I didn't see it that way. But you know, the only thing that's uh, modern cheesy on it is you know you know where a lot of shows and stuff do this now, where um, they would take something from a different age 
and they will make them more. Um, I'm just gonna say this to be funny. They they make them more woke than they would have been in those times. <laughs> more progressive. Progressive. No, I said walk on purpose to be to be as stupid as they, as that trope is in movies. I don't like that in this movie, but whatever, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I mean, uh, this also reminds me of the, the premise of Thirteen Assassins, actually, where like they show how horrible this guy is, this guy with power, how horrible the situation is, how righteous and vindictive the heroes are to killing everyone in their path to get to him. Like that's what this is. Also, now obviously. It's not just that. It's saving her family. It's obviously it's in her in her own turf. There's there's an invasion going on. This her has own the, turf. Yeah, right. Um, which is why it was cool, you know, the way she was going in and out of the building. Um, but yeah, it's like it's like a reverse raid redemption. Instead of going up, you're going down. Yep. Um, and I I loved it. I thought it was kind of fun. And as far as the set design and stuff go, yeah, you could tell this movie was probably made by with no more than $10 million, probably like five. And, um, but I thought they did good, uh, uh, creative enough stuff. We're using the sets around, make it look like it was different floors, probably redressing it as they go along, as they do with movies. I thought that was fine, you know? I don't think you need a big budget for this movie in general. Um, um, regarding uh, the actual action itself, I think it got, it got better, I think. Um, I, I, I want to say better. I got, it got more choreographed, um, mm-hmm. which I always prefer. Um, there's sometimes in movies where that looks bad or it looks cliche or stupid or like if they evolve from something and they go into that, it looks dumb. But for some reason, I, I enjoyed it in this movie and I wanted it. So like I was there with the movie when the fucking whip girl with the little thing at the end, you know, um, and in the beginning, like I my fr- actually my favorite scenes was probably like her first trying to get out of this castle um, yeah. and like finding like I, the believability of this princess, this young, basically a young woman, fighting her way with these soldiers, you know, when we get that first flat, when we get the flashback regarding her martial arts and so on, like, it makes sense and it was like a progression of that and it was like, it was cool, like, watching, like, what first looked like desperation fighting to accomplished fighting. Um, I liked it. I don't know. I liked it. Um, but I'm, I'm really dancing. Almost got there in so many spoilers right there in those sentences. So I'm, I think we should just uh, go into it, right? Because I, th- right. I almost... The princess I almost spoilers. It. It's also kind of hard. It's just she a dies in a tunnel movie. being chased by paparazzi. It's a simple movie, so we're not. It's not hard. It's <laughs> not hard to spoil this movie. But we're gonna we're gonna go into spoilers. So spoilers for the princess starting right now. Um. No, I like I really, I really like the her 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 martial arts stuff. Um, I liked how she wanted to be the war. She wanted to be brave, you know, from Pixar, and um, or or whatever, a woman warrior. Um, and she took a beating, of, though. I mean, yeah, she did. She took a few la- slashes. She fell yeah. off the thing. Um, yeah, I don't. The you're right, Luke, about the whole uh, water thing. But that happens all the time in stuff you love too. It, it happens everywhere. The whole thing where they look perfect. They always look too perfect. Always. They always will. They always have their good hair, even when it looks messy. It's messy, good hair. Like, yeah, obviously. Um, I, I, but I, I didn't see it because I was I was enjoying it. So, yeah. So, uh, the guy was an asshole. I wish the guy was... Uh, I, I kind of wish they did seed the fact that this uh, this guy who's uh, this evil king wannabe, usurper, I guess that mm-hmm. would be his title. Um, I guess it would have been much better to get like um, like... A flashback of him or maybe not of him but like make us understand he's also an awesome fighter you know like what what gives him 
what gives him these people, this army? You know, is he from another land? I wasn't sure. <laughs> was he just one of the advisors for the king? For the yeah, kingdom, yeah that, or, that's a good question. Like, I feel like we didn't get enough from that, and I wanted more of that. I think in establishing even further how not just awful this guy is, but how it, like efficiently awful he is like how how good he is at being you're awful but you're efficient at it right right like you know how was he able to amass his army like i said does he have his own land what's going on with that i I mean i thought so or or money yeah like i I just wanted to know more are these sell swords you know mercenaries basically um i'm in a game of thrones mode right now um yes and like I, I definitely wanted more of that. I feel like there wasn't enough there. And I think uh, the better, the the greater the villain is shown, and the the better the hero looks in this kind of movie. Yeah, I yeah. I do a thousand percent agree. I feel like the villains were like under under serviced. Uh, they were missing. You were missing more for them. Um, yeah. Even the girl with the whip. You like it, it? Just everybody just felt she whipped it good though. She <laughs> did, but also there was that weird thing that she had with with. Uh, with the switch, she had like a switch on it. You saw that, right? When she yeah, with yeah, her yeah. finger, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, okay, like it's weird. Yeah. Um, but it was like it was like little things in the in the that I I do agree. I probably would have made the movie stronger had we gotten more from the villain. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, and I would say the one lacking fight scene for me that uh, was part of the little plot was um. Well, how easy they found the girl because she was just sneaking around, not cutting all the ties behind them. Um, and also how the guy waited way too long to use the knife that the girl gave him. And it seems like the guy who was the the father of the one who trained the princess. I forgot. I don't know any names here. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, her name was the princess. I don't think they actually have the, a name for oh, really? yeah, they, they so, have a name. That's, it's even better. So um, the Asian uh, guy who and his daughter who trained the princess, like he had that knife and he waited way too long. I almost forgot about the fucking knife. Um, like he waited way too long to use it. And like I felt like he had a few opportunities there to actually use it. But obviously the movie wanted to have the princess and, the, and this usurper have the showdown in yeah. such a crazy way. I felt like that was forced and I didn't like that either. But like overall, everything leading up to it was a lot of fun. And the movie just fucking ends and it just ends. It's great. You know, and it ends with her having her little thing about being a warrior and being like um, being the queen of it, not 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 having to do all this other stuff. It was like Princess Jasmine's <coughs> problem, right? In Aladdin, mm-hmm. um, basically, she has Princess Jasmine problem, except she has no tiger and she can fight way better than Jasmine. Um, yeah, I found it enjoyable. Yes, um, I kind of wish it was. Go- I, I kind of wish it went more hardcore. Honestly, it would have been cooler to see more hardcore stuff. Um, you know, go fucking. I'm not saying kill Bill levels, but it would have been cooler for sure. It would have been, it would have stuck out more, memorable wise. But you know, that's just my preference. It's not like that. The movie's not trying to do that. Um, you know, as it's just a fun action movie. It's like a, it is not as good as the Raid or Die Hard or any of those. But I think it is, it is not as bad as them either. Or like, like they're nowhere near as bad. They're like the polar opposite of a Die Hard. They're just like those movies are just like way better at fine tuning that shit. Um. Yeah, that's what I think. And I really have nothing else. I mean, this movie is it, it knows what, it's in an in an in and out action movie. Like, yeah, it's what it like is, yeah. it really. There's that's nothing it. else, right? To, yeah, it's the, it's a total movie. You are just mean, like you want to just watch it in the background, like, like just action movie. That's it. Yeah. So that's exactly what it is. Right. Yeah. And uh, there's no a lot. There's not a lot of space between action either. Like they get right into it. You know, like right back into another scene. You know, what the helmet guy. You know, or whatever. Like they'll. Bring it around real quick, you know. There's like action or suspense to action, and then background 
a little bit of talking and then bite back into the action, suspense to action, and then back to, you know, it's like it's very, it just cuts to the chase. And had this movie come out in the 90s or 80s, yeah, maybe then we'll be talking about the merits of showing a female power, all that stuff that we all know a lot of already. Like, yeah. we don't need it anymore. We've been, we're, right. we're in it now. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> um, you know, this is the result of those movies, right? So, yeah, I, I, I don't have a lot in this movie. I think the acting, and you want to go with the acting, uh, I think this girl did, did a good job. Girl, a young woman. I don't know what her age is, but uh, what's her name? Um, the Joey, her name is Joey King. Joey King. Yeah, Joey King. Um, and Olga Kurylenko, who I know from the terrible fucking Bond movie. Um, what was it called? Uh, Quantum of Solace. She was the Bond girl in Quantum of Solace. Um, I guess that was her heyday, right? That's when people knew her more. Anyway, and she plays the the bad, like the bad whip girl and shit. Yeah, um, I think they do. I think they hammed it up the best, and she did a good job, you know, helming the whole movie. I think Joey, um, good enough job. It wasn't like yeah. transcendent, but it was good. She had all the range of emotions required for that character, I think. And everyone else was just okay because they weren't in it enough, honestly. Um, but the real fault, I said, the only thing that brings it down a star is the lack of um, information on the villain, which would have made the movie all 100% stronger. But uh, other than that, yeah, that's it. And nothing. If you guys can extrapolate something meaningful out of this, and kudos to you, but I cannot. Mm, nope. I don't regret it. I recommend it. Everyone should watch it, I think. Um, do you, oh, do you think Hulu was wise for making this like an original for them? Yes, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, it markets really well. Like the trailer got me. I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna watch this movie." I don't even watch trailers, so I, but, but I wouldn't have watched it if you hadn't picked it. Probably, oh, right? Yeah, uh, wow. yeah. Oh, it's funny. Like the first ten minutes of the movie, I'm like, "Why does this movie feel so weird?" Because I just bought a new TV, and I was like, it had that motion smoothing. Oh, I had to turn that off. What is that thing anyway? Motion smoothing? Yeah. What is that? I think it just doubles like. It doubles the, the, the frame rate, right? Yeah. yeah. I hate that. What are, are TVs like? Is that a TV manufacturing thing? Yes. Yeah, they, they, For some reason, people like that shit. No, no. They don't. They just got used to it when they hit play. That doesn't mean the same. Right, yeah. Right. See, it's, yeah. I think for if you're watching sports, uh-huh. it might be better. Yeah, because you want to watch it as fast as possible. But, but even it's that, already it's like, shot at 60 frames per second. Right. That's, I don't know. <sighs> It's weird. I had to find a manual like that. that's Fire TV, Ralph, just to be like, "Where? How do I turn this off?" Yeah, days, days of our lives at sixty frames per second is not necessary, right? <laughs> it looks <laughs> fake. It does, yeah. It does, the more yeah. real you make it look, the faker it looks. It does, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Just, which is weird. Yeah. That's and I hate whenever I go to people's houses and I'm like, Dude, hmm, "Let me see the remote and change it." You no, know, when I go to people's you know, houses, you know, yeah, go ahead. You know who has that on is James all the time. That's what I'm. James. I was about to. Oh my god, that bad. And he's like, I don't see the difference. I'm like, oh, I yeah. fucking is there, bro. It's, it's not just him. I've been to other people's houses where like, I don't see the difference. I'm, there's a huge fucking difference. I did yeah. not see it. It's um, funny. I was, I was just with James last week. Yeah. I'm going tonight after our recording. Oh, really? I don't know why we're talking about this. We're not, it's not oh, friendship. Oh, hey, shit. Maybe I should join you. No, yeah. sick, if, if you want. Yeah. 100%. He's in his garage. He's out. That's um, where we hung out last time. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to head there as soon as we're done here. Anyway, right. that's the princess. We're obviously done with the review, so okay. we're gonna take a break. When we come back, hi James. Yeah, he's not gonna listen to this. Um, we're gonna review our last film of the evening, part of our Batathon, which is what Luke, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, mm-hmm. Ultimate Edition. I don't know what it was. I think, it, I think that's right. Stay with us. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> 
That's all you need to know. Martha! No, no. <laughs> Fearing that the actions of Superman are left unchecked, Batman takes on the Man of Steel while the world wrestles with what kind of hero it really needs. Martha! Directed by Zack Snyder. Starring Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, and Amy Adams. So I go first on this one, right? I was going to say, well, Ralph, since you are our resident DC expert. You're closest to it, anyway. Pretty much, yeah. So, I, uh, I mean, barely. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm, well, I'm going to well, tell you something, guys, right now. I'm telling you something right now. The first half of the movie isn't a bad movie. The, I, I like this movie, the first half. I'm watching it, and I'm just like, why do I hate this movie? And then the second half of the movie started. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah, there it yeah, is. Yeah. I was like, I mean. Wait, 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 wait one second. Did yeah. Luke just agree with you? Yeah, he did, yeah. What? Isn't that crazy? You're not yeah. a shill for this movie and everything yeah. <laughs> Zack Snyder makes, like every bro gym dude I've met out there? <laughs> well, he's not a bro gym. So we know the same dudes that just found out that uh, Homelander is actually a villain. Okay. Oh, <laughs> 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 they, they just found out. They didn't notice in season one. They just found okay, out right well, now. Season two with the racist <laughs> stormfront. Yeah, no, nothing. No, but I love how they're like, oh, you know, Black Lives Matter. Oh, Soup Lives Matter. And I'm like, guys, it. Literally shows you everything right there. But you need to know. Oh, it's so obvious. It's oh, so obvious. Did you hear about Rage Against the Machine? I heard. Well, yes, yes. They just played like their first show in like over a decade in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And people are like, "Oh, they're so political now." They've always been. They They've look at the title of the guys, band. They're they're raging against the machine. Okay, yeah, let's, get, my, is, yeah. let's let's get back to Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. First impressions. Okay. Um. So yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Listen, the first half of the movie, I think it's a great movie, and I literally, I am, I'm watching the movie. And uh, I watched this at work, a thousand percent. But I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, dude, this is like actually a really, this is really good. Like, why, why, why is this like? I can see why people who like you know <laughs> suck the Zack Snyder cock like really, really like this movie. And I go, wow, this is actually a really good movie. Why isn't this? And then the second half of the movie, and it's literally like. So what's the point? What's the breaking scene point? Like what? And I, what? I, I, uh, that's a good I think for me, it's when Lex Luthor went into like yeah the, the, the ship, pod, the ship. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's when it went a little off the rails for me. I was like, ah. but, so even then, you're just like, okay, it's not bad, and you're like, you're not, you're going like, okay, it's not bad, but it, and then you, then after a while, you just can't forgive the movie anymore. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it just mm-hmm. the movie just keeps going into like it's the, it's like it's like guys, I dug this six foot hole, and you're like, why? And you're like, it's for me, and you're like, oh, oh okay. Like, you know, it's, it does one of those. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, like, why did you need to do that? And it, I don't know. There's, there's a lot lost, right. but I, but there's a lot of good acting in the movie too. And there's like, there's some good setup for what the DC universe wants to do. There's like, there's so much good stuff in the movie. Um, yeah, but I, I want to, I, I want to like a lot of this movie. Right. But at the same time, I feel like it's just like, it's like they tried so hard and did something just. Not, right. I don't know. They 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 effed it up in that last part that they didn't need to do. You know, they didn't need Lex Luthor or Jesse Eisenberg going like uh, the bad the Bat of Knights versus the Man whatever of Man of Steel. Yeah, like you know shit like that. Whatever he says. Right. Um, so yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> and then Martha, of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or whatever. We'll get to that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we are watching this movie because it's a Batman marathon, and this is our introduction to. Batman as um, Ben Affleck, ben Affleck or yes. the Zack ben Snyder Benifer, yes. yeah, Ben Affleck as portrayal of Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Mm-hmm. And what did you think of that? 
So first of oh. all, I want to say that I did enjoy the fact that they didn't have to like reset up Batman by making another movie before. Uh, to, to be fair, two minutes and 45 seconds, I think we had the pearls. Like, I stopped and paused. I was like, not even three fucking minutes. We got pearls. Yeah, it's like oh. I really want to agree with Roth's uh, thing about the first half as being a great movie or whatever. No, but, I mean, the pearls were still there in that first half. Yeah, you're right. Listen, so it's weird because they pick up. I feel like they pick up after the the Dark Knight Rises. It's weird because the house is burned down. <laughs> He's living in, like, the new house, right? I feel like it's it's new it's house. a weird it's a weird area. It's a weird gray area. It's like... We're picking up after the Dark Knight, not the Dark Knight Rises, but it's a different Batman. And you're like, what? And it's just so random, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in a weird way. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. that This Batman is definitely a darker Batman, I would say. Um, you, well, you don't say Zack Snyder, a dark version of something? The man, has, <laughs> like, the man has like a three-color palette and all dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Black, blacker, and uh, what's called a Vanta Black. <laughs> oh, he, he got gray now. You know, I never thought that uh, a director like Christopher Nolan had a lot of hope or had, like, you know, particularly, like, a lot of affirmation in his life. But, like, this guy's even worse. So, like, this this, <laughs> this guy is, like, the dark version of Christopher Nolan <laughs> um, with the realism, but gritty and extra dark and obviously not realistic. Um Man, I, I don't know where to start with this fucking movie. Um, so, bat, okay, let's talk about Ben Affleck first. Let's do, do the Batman. So, Ben okay. Affleck, I think, and I think he could have been too. A solid Batman. I think I, he has I a did. chin. Mm-hmm. He has a motherfucking age. He I mean, does have a chin. Do an older, yeah. The older, yeah, I, I, the older Batman. Agree, yeah. He's yep. not a bad choice. No. I'll go fuck yourself. He's not a bad he, choice. He, right, right. He's actually a great choice for. Uh, Batman Beyond Batman also. Like, he could be that that Batman Beyond the could, you know? Yeah, he could do a, He God. also could pull Will up ever give Wayne. Us We've seen him be charming. He can do Bruce Wayne pretty well. No, yeah. they didn't do... I think they did a great Bruce Wayne job in this movie. But, like, that wasn't what they were trying to do either. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did see a little bit in that party. Sure, a little bit. Yes, there was some of that. But it was too little for me. Mm, which is fine. Yeah, I guess. Um, and, uh, yeah, I liked him a lot in that. I liked... Um, this is the Batman in an age where he's vanquished all of his foes. Right? Um, you think so? Oh yeah, Robin's dead yeah. already too. You yeah, can tell. Yeah. Oh, you can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin. I think that was you, an you, Easter egg too. You can too. tell he's so dark. Yeah, it's yeah. So Nightwing dark. is like dead too, probably. Yeah. And like, yeah. Oh, he, no, that, Nightwing's doing his own thing, but yeah, he's very. Dark. I mean, he's ex- obviously experienced. Yeah, he's still got motivation. I mean, this man was like when he was ready to, you know. Square up with Superman, how he's training and how he's inventing all these new things. Like, this man had. He's that guy that goes to the gym with no headphones on. (laughs) (laughs) Like, pure serial. I don't know why that sentence works, but it works. Yeah, right. (laughs) That's funny. That's good. Uh, I like that a lot. Wait, Um, he's obviously smart, calculating, got that whole detective thing, I'm sure, you know. But so. Yeah, and we do kind of see that, except that the the movie, um, it doesn't in a certain way, like, it's more subtle. Like, it doesn't, like, ever really go out and show his detective work necessarily. You just see the fruits of his labor when he's fighting Superman, for example, or when he um, uncovers something. Like, he's he's already in that. He's already made the steps, you know, from finding out, investigating to finding the answer or or accomplishing his goal in some way. Um, I will say that this movie... 
treats Batman right, not not hundred percent, but like he treats him right in the sense that, um, they had to make Batman seem formidable, right? And I would say he was. I mean, he let the. I mean, how does the only thing that could have stopped him from chasing those guys when he was looking for um, Kryptonite, uh, the Kryptonite thing. Um, it's probably Superman. That's the only thing that could have actually stopped him from getting those bad guys that he was totally getting. He was totally like 100% going to get them. Um, the only thing that could have stopped them is this alien force, right? Superman. And, um, you know, and when the battle's happening, the, the only real power in that, in those scenes, which I, I didn't love, but I didn't hate is, uh, is that they made Batman up to that point And then that's fi- in those fight scenes, um, seem for- actually formidable against Superman. Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, you know, I, I don't think Lex Luthor would have done as well. Like, he would have been like, he would have been like, well, the ideal <laughs> is that he would have been like immediate with it, probably, or try to be immediate. Yeah. Like, get him in a room where you that you control, right? I also fighting out in the open, but still. Yeah, I also do feel like Batman and Lex Luthor, or at least Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor, have a very similar goal uh, when it comes to Superman. Uh, they're both very afraid of Superman. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in a very, in a very actually like good reason to be afraid of Superman. All it takes is one, one fucking thing to take him over to the dark side, and it's over. He fucking wipes the world out. There's nothing to stop him. That's this what injustice is about. Yeah, right. This was this whole thing about. But that's that's right. just like and, and that we um, get that from you know also from the previous and the thing it's uh from uh Justice League uh what's it called uh, uh the Doom right Doom. The, where we get all these contingents. To kill people, or, or to not kill people, but like to disable to disable them for a while, right? Um, yeah, yeah, right. So like, I it makes sense, and like that that's just a that's just a Batman thing that he needs to have in his back pocket. It's 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 a Batman thing, like you know, like yeah. he can't not think that way. Because I hate to say it, but the, the, that's still the way the world works. Like it is what it is, you know. Um, and that's, especially that, that's his world. world, right? Especially especially Zack Snyder's world, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just they they go about it a little bit differently, you know. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, you're good. I don't know what I was saying, but you're good. Um, um, so, um, so there's a few things I didn't like about the first half. Let's talk about the first half, which is I think the best part. You're right, Roth. I, I think story wise and all that, it sets up that things better. Like that, uh, Batman's introduction scene. I guess I was that. His, I'm pretty sure it was this introduction scene of basically watching the third act of Man of Steel. Um, fighting yeah. General Zod and all that. Yeah, I like that. That was cool. That was, that was cool. A, yeah, that was a cool. It's a, way. it's a real, real world implications. Yeah. Now I wish they didn't have to say it in the movie after that in a different scene later on, like an hour after, because the movie's fucking long. The Ultimate Edition. Um, but ultimate. Uh, I, I saw it in, in two sittings, by the way. Um, <laughs> I saw it in one. Uh, I bet. Um. Anyway, uh, that 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 scene shows you exactly what his fear is. You never have to say it, and they do say it in the movie, but they don't ever have to. <laughs> um, like if they never did, I would give the movie props for it. But anyway, that opening thing with uh, Bruce Wayne—you get exactly everything that's going through his mind. Uh, his worries about all this. Now, where they add in, where I had problems with his first act is, um, I didn't like how they forced Amy Adams in here. I didn't think it was all that necessary. So I think that one the biggest flaw, maybe maybe the biggest flaw, story flaw of the movie is Lex Luthor. And by which I mean like I didn't think he didn't really need he didn't need 
uh, to pit these two guys together and, and, and like do all these things uh, behind the scenes, right? To get these two guys angry at each other, right? right. Um, obviously, he may, I, I get that he doesn't know that Batman wants to get rid of this alien threat. I get yeah. that. He doesn't know that. I think it sounds cooler on paper than the way it turned out. I think it's too many working clocks, uh, too many working cogs, too many things, too many threats. Too, like the guy in the wheelchair, Amy Adams' bullet. She's constantly looking for this bullet. At some point, I forgot what the fuck she's looking for because there's so much shit in the movie. I'm like, why are you looking for this metal? I don't, yeah. Why do we care? Right. Um, the yeah. whole thing with uh, in Afghanistan or wherever she was in the Middle East. There's and like, like two movies going on. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what? what is all this? I feel like that you could have made this cool if it was like streamlined. Or you take out a few of these things, you know, like the public perception idea of people like dissing on Superman, like, you know, because of like his power and like who gets to be saved and who doesn't like, I think it's an interesting idea. Again, one that the boys is skewering in a daily episode on every episode there um, in a different way, though, obviously, but they're still skewering. Um, I think it's an interesting idea, but I think what it does is that it doesn't leave room for Superman to think about it. Like, I don't know what he thinks about that. I, 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 and, and further on than that, there's a montage scene where, where Superman's saving all these people. And, and I know he intended to do this, Zack Snyder, but I don't know why. Maybe you guys can help me. They made it look like he was a god coming down to save them. Right? Yeah, a lot of that is very much goddess. Yes. But it was like maudlin. It was... It was like, I don't know how you make saving people not look awesome or <laughs> saving people not look heroic, but it didn't feel like any of those or cool. It was like mourning. They were mourning their savior. It was very weird. I didn't like that at all. I never liked how he's portrayed Superman. I think that's his worst thing ever. Hmm. Um, Superman is like this weird emo thing and i don't understand the i don't understand this at all like i don't know why this means that to be serious you have to do it this way i never got it i never understood that um yeah but i understand the need though because of that that you're gonna need a more hardcore batman because you need a batman that is not gonna be like he's gonna be okay with killing people because he has to be right Right, like he, this guy is. I'm not sure. I'm not saying he's killing everyone, but he's right. He's killing. I think he's killing a few people in this movie, right? Or gets. Yeah. I thought he did. Yeah, he did. Right. Like, I'm not <laughs> out of school here. Like he, he, this is a much more hardcore Batman in the sense. Like he's not like afraid of doing that kind of thing. Um, but, but you need that if you're gonna make such a maudlin, weird, godlike Superman that doesn't know what he feels about himself. Um. Man, I don't know. This movie has weird juxtaposing energies that I don't understand. Um, it's just, it's just. Wish. So by the time that the ending comes and the third act of the second half of the movie, I'm really like equal parts don't give a shit and like confused and like not really getting it. Uh, I'm not saying getting like I understand what's going on. I just don't really just don't care or like don't understand why they went there. Like I don't get why they did it like this. Um, I mean, I don't know. That's just roughly it for uh, for that stuff. Um, but uh, I, I like the I like the Batmobile. I thought that was cool. <laughs> it looked fine. You know, we didn't get a great look at it though. It's like the one Batmobile we don't know much of. We always get a good look at all of them in the past movies, you know. But not that one for some reason. Yeah. I, can't, I can't picture it. I can always picture the other ones, all the other ones, even even the bad Batman Forever one. I can I picture those. 
But the, the bad one? Yeah. Yeah, the whole blue the iconic it looks dumb. one. It looks dumb, but it's iconic, iconic as fuck. It's not iconic. Anyway, does anyone want to defend this? Like, uh, anyone feel differently about this whole Superman thing uh, that I'm saying? Because uh, uh, no, actually, I'll add on to it. Uh, I felt like also the whole scene where um, he saves Lois, right? And they have that one, uh, that one person trying to say that you know killed my family and this, this, and that, and like no one checked it on that. Like as a reporter, no one double checked her. You know what I'm saying? Like the person who's yeah. talking about, we know Superman didn't do it. Everyone knows who's important enough to know and to follow up on it. But you follow up on this bullet, yes, yeah, dumb shit. Yeah, pretty dumb. Um, pretty dumb. So yeah. Um, and again, this movie is way too long. Oh, I mean, I know that the, this is the ultimate edition, so a longer version of it. But like, also, I know that theatrical was too long too. Whatever it was, <laughs> um, it's all too long. It's all too long. Um. Yeah, you know, and I just I, I feel like they just get the, the essence of these heroes completely wrong, hundred percent. Um, they just get it wrong. Their core of this, um, and a lot of dark fighting. I didn't. Oh, what was the main bad guy? Uh, at the end, the genetic mutation. What was it? The name it has a name. Uh, the Oblivion. Was it dark side? No, no, that's not dark side. Uh, no, um, <laughs> that's adorable. Um, he, he has a name like Abomination, but not Abomination. Is it about uh, Doomsday. 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 There you go. See? Um, yeah, Doomsday. I don't know. I didn't, um, <laughs> I didn't care for it. It's a giant kaiju battle. Yeah, I agree. And um, I thought that it was handled initially because I was like, why don't you Superman just push him into space? You know? When he was up there. He was already up there. Right. You know? Um, just push him into space. I mean, you can't. It doesn't seem like you can't fly. He's just, he's just a blob, right? He's just you can't do anything. He'll right. crash at some point into the sun or whatever. You know, um, I don't know. It seemed like that was the option right there. But whatever, they have to extend it. Um, I'm surprised Batman made it out of that. It didn't seem like he would have, in any normal way, make it out of that. But like, okay, I'm fine with it. And um, oh, oh my, we never talked about Wonder Woman. I mean, this is high. Oh, she, she just kind of showed up. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then they introduced like the rest of the Justice League kind of people that you know they exist. Yeah, I didn't through that, that thumb drive that Lex Luthor had. I didn't love that. There, there was that was like them. That was DC trying to force <coughs> be trying to force the Avengers, right? Their mm-hmm. version. Right? I didn't like that. It was too much in a movie already. Kind of too much. But uh, what do you think of the Wonder Woman <laughs> intro? This is a, this is before her movie, right? Yes, yes. before her yeah. movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was interesting. I, I mean, she fits the role for sure. She, she fits the role. Yeah, no, I thousand percent she does. It's just she's I thought it was interesting to say at least for like mm-hmm. uh, what uh, she like what she ends up doing to Bruce Wayne. Well, that's when we got introduced, right? Yeah, yeah, stealing the the information thing. Yeah. Um, I love these thumb drives that everyone uses and things like that. <laughs> I'll just plug it in and it'll download everything for me. Easy. Yeah, don't even start. Yeah, don't even worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right, but also like, yeah, small potatoes compared. Um, no, I, I liked it, and and uh, you know, this movie also has it's so uh, lacking in like happiness or joy that like that one joke when they were about to fight um, Doomsday, where like she pops in, she says something cool, and then. 
Superman says, like, she's like, is she with you? And he's like, I thought she was with you. It's like the only, and it's not even a good joke, but like, it's the, I think it's the only joke in the entire movie. Or the only time he's trying to be light. And I'm yeah. like, Jesus. Yep. Yeah. It was kind of cringy. It was cringy, but like, it was better than nothing, I guess, because, you know, like, it was welcomed for me. Like, I was like, I need something here. Like, is this not a superhero movie? <laughs> like, what is this? Um, even like, uh, I mean, not not every movie super serious all the time, but like some of them are. But like, they all have something, you know, to lighten it up, lighten tension up. Um, anyway, um, I don't know, whatever. The endings, the endings, I don't care about. I really don't. I don't care about what happens to Lexus. I just don't remember anymore. Yeah, um, he goes to Arkham. I think one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite scenes actually, when there's when they when they nuke uh, Batman and mm-hmm. uh, Doomsday, yeah, and then Bat- maybe Batman, Superman. <laughs> and Superman, Superman, uh, what's it called? And then they they uh, they show him coming back to life with the sun. Fantastic! Yeah, yeah. No, that was cool. Uh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Superman dying at the end, though. Whatever. Oh wait, we didn't. We got to the Martha scene. I mean, why? Oh, yeah. why, why? Why is this dumb? Uh, I don't know. Why is it dumb? Yeah. It's dumb. I, I mean, I laughed in the theater. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure I laughed too. But it's, I think it's dumb because of the fact that, like, he's, I don't know, the way he, it's like this stupid connection. It's, it's dumb because it's just literally a, a, a stupid connection that they have, right, with this, with the same name, and the fact that, like, he only stops for that reason, like, not that he's about to kill potentially one of the best superheroes in the world. Like or just ever, like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's weird. Like he's about to beat Superman in a weird way, you know. Yeah, no, I, I, I think know. I think it's dumb because, like, I think like if this if this was a genuine, like, ah, uh, not genuine. Maybe that's not the right word. If this was like an organic um, misunderstanding, right between uh, Bruce Wayne's fear or Batman's fear of. Uh, of this unstoppable alien force that can't be killed and all that, right? Um, and, you know, an, another reason, whatever, uh, like Superman, like, seeing this human as, like, you know, I, it'd be, it could be a, a great way to see, like, Superman seeing Batman, like, you know, especially with the branding, all of these prisoners, right? He clearly has a problem with branding all these prisoners <coughs> die in yeah. prison, get shanked, because that means that you confess to Batman, which means you're yeah. Um like I think that that they could have driven that home where like they both you know vehemently disagree with each other, and I can see kind of like a fight thing where like maybe Superman's trying to just arrest this guy, and meanwhile Batman's trying to kill him, right? Yeah. Um, like if that was like made organically more without Lex Luthor's involvement and all that, I think that scene could have been used as a great maybe a glue to empathize each other, right? To like bring in that empathy and make each other understand that more, like have that actual thing where like they connect in some way, right? Out of the blue, you know, in the midst of all this, they're they're both heroes, just different flavors, and they they fucked it up because of all the stuff that came before. Like it was cheesy and hokey because first Superman can't really you can't get him to hear you on you know what you're saying uh, before it gets so crazy out of hand. And uh, or in between the stuff that gets out of hand, and then also like you add to the fact that you know the two hours before, um, and I'm like, yeah, that's why it feels super cheesy and funny. It doesn't seem to work at all. 
But I can see people, you know, like totally. I can also see people jonesing and loving that, but I just, I just can't. I just can't. Uh, do you guys are? Uh, I mean, you make fun of it, Luke. But I mean, you're not. I mean, you don't like it either, right? The Martha thing. I thought it was just dumb. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> there, there could have been a, a much better way. Instead of saying uh, our mothers essentially have the same name, right? Yeah, it's so weird. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Or like use it as like a way. Well, I'm, like thinking, it, I'm not a movie writer, so it know. stops. You know, maybe it stops. It stops Batman from the killing blow, and like what? What? And he's like, no, dude. I'm like, just hear me out, okay? You know, like as a way to like, get in some words or something. I don't know something with something. If the movie had if those scenes had feeling to it, it would have worked. That's what I'm saying. There's not. There's none of that going in there. I don't know. Whatever. I'm done. Um, anyone else you want to say this movie? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think we we have reviewed this movie before, haven't we? No, we reviewed uh, the Justice movie, the the one that you I made us watch. We also reviewed this one. No, the movie you made us watch, the four hour long one. You mean we're not going to rewatch it for no No, we would have done it for this one, and I would have put both at once. Yeah, that's... had we done it, but no, we we're not. That would have been torture, by the way. Okay. That's like seven hours. Yeah, that would have been torture. I would have hated you guys. <laughs> I, well, I would have said no. Well, I didn't. I didn't even bring it up. So. I know it's fine. I said yeah, I would have. Yeah. yeah, good. Um, what, what was my question? Why, why are you engineers? <coughs> why what? I, I forgot. I don't know why we brought this up. Um, yeah. Anything else in this movie? Mm-hmm. No, don't think no, so. Good. But I, I say we still agree. Right? Overall, solid Batman. Solid, darker than usual Batman. It has some good qualities, not everything, but yes, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, um, that's definitely the sees the glass half empty. Half yeah, hundred percent. Like, yeah, it's he's he. Uh, he's seen yeah. some shit. So oh, also, let's. I, I I wanted to mention Alfred. I like the Alfred in this movie. Yeah, uh, Jeremy Irons. Irons. Yeah, yeah. I like the Alfred in this movie. He was very quippy and very <laughs> much like he was so British. It was it hurt. Like you know, like. So, like, I learned in Oxford or something. You yeah, know, it for, seems like it's hard. They can't fuck up an Alfred. Yeah, they. I don't think they have, actually, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think they have either. They're pretty that's, good with the, with the Alfreds. Well, keep it up, guys. Because even in the, the Joel Schumacher, you know, that's the OG from the Tim Burton. So, that's the same Alfred. That's the quintessential best-looking Alfred. You know, the most butlery Alfred. Um, and then we get this, uh, you know, like the, the wise Alfred with uh, this guy from the Nolans. And yeah. uh, and Jeremy Irons, the quippy older statesman, Alfred. It's good. It all works. Anyway, um, now that is it for uh, our review of Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice Extended Edition, whatever. Ultimate <laughs> Edition. My bad. Um, and that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast. Don't forget that we come out every other Wednesday. However, next time is a special time. We're gonna be uh, late by a week. Roughly. Probably. No, yeah. Likely. Roughly. Right. It could, it's a possibility that we're not going to be late for the next one. But um, there's a good chance it will be because all three of us are going to go on vacation. 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 It's your vacation song. In like nine days. <laughs> so, uh, and that takes us off commission for about a week. And so it comes, it cuts right in between like our normal recording time slash posting time. So we're going to see if we can make our recordings. So, but if not, it'll just be a week late. We'll see how it goes. But stay tuned and check uh, the calendar or just, you know, wait around a week and extra. Um, so with that said, Raf, you're picking the next movies. Yeah. So 
if if we make adjustments, uh, okay. I may change the first movie just to make adjustments. Okay. Um, but other than that, uh, just to make it, just to make the podcast on time. But we'll see. Like I said, it all depends on, on that. Uh, but other than that, if we don't, then we'll watch this movie, which is nope. No. Uh, nope. I mean, that's the only one I really want to see. So for sure, I want to make sure. We- yeah, I know, I know. I mean, worst case scenario, I'm pretty sure you pick it for yours. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so there's nope. Uh, there's Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Uh, that's currently out on, D- on DVD. <laughs> Not, um, I don't know what's called on theaters. And then uh, for our marathon, uh, it's going to be Batman: The Killing Joke. Came out the same year as uh, all the Dawn of V Superman or whatever this movie. The one we just reviewed, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Killing Joke. Yes, I have the graphic novel for this. The one I have. The only one I have. Anyway. Yeah, that should be fun for sure. I remember... I haven't seen this one. I don't... No, I haven't seen it. But I remember the graphic novel was really cool. So, All right. That is it. Uh, that's what we're going to review next time. Until then, guys, I am Oscar. And Luke. And Ralph. See y'all later. <laughs>